Thank you for downloading episode 159 of We Got This With Mark. You leaned back, or just keep this going, because you leaned back in the chair, and it really sounded like a fart. You're like, welcome to the episode. Oh, the the topic I picked is what sounds the most like a fart. (laughs) No. I didn't. You just got very excited, though. I'm sorry. You know what? We'll include best that. Best way to make a fart noise. Best way to make it. We'll do that. That'll be definitely in the best, future. Best fart noise. Thank you for downloading episode 159 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Best fart noise. No, that's not what it is. Yep. Nope. <laughs> but here's what we want you to do. Fart noise. We want you to – yes. Don't do – after you do that, when you're feeling relieved, we need you to go to Apple Podcasts. <laughs> And leave us a five-star rating and review. The review is the important part because that's how we get to merch. Pardon me. And uh, just tell other people what you like about the show so that when they find it, they can enjoy the show as well. And uh, that's really all there is. It only takes a couple minutes. We already have almost 250 reviews on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate everybody who's taking time to do it. And I know there are people internationally who have done it. And it hasn't been counted in that U.S. That was, that's my favorite one so far. But uh, we need your help. That's going to help us grow the show. And it's going to get us closer to that merch the more reviews we get. So go do that. But for now, please enjoy episode 159. Best fart noise. No. Oh, we got this with Mark and Hal. We got this. <laughs> Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity... One issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Bacon versus sausage versus country ham. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. All right, everybody. Uh, so Hal has informed me that we are not allowed to do best fart noise no. for this episode. It will not be allowed. I will not allow it. Hi, Hal. Mark, how are you? I'm great. I'm a little nervous. Yes. Because we have heard uh, from our listeners and friends who listen to the show that sometimes you and I get a little bogged down, specifically me, I get a little bogged down in researching. Uh, and, and Kate McManus does a wonderful job. Yes. Um. But a lot of times it's less about just chatting and more about information, which is great. I feel like somebody specific told you this. Is that true? Uh, actually, a couple of different specific. Oh, people a couple told people me told you. All right, it's fair. It's fair. I, it's I get fair, it. It's a fair assessment. I get it. So uh, we have decided that today we are going to do the first of two episodes. Hal's got one. I've got one. Today is Hal's. Uh, where we have no idea what the topic is yes. going in. I chose a topic and did this not morning. inform me. I did it this morning, and yeah. we talked about it like a couple days ago. Because normally we'll we'll say, "All right, this is when we're going to get together. Let's we're going to do two episodes because we try to record them two at a time. Let's each pick a topic." Mm-hmm. And Mark's like, "Okay," um, and then we both got bogged down with stuff. And I picked the topic, and I was like, "I'm not going to tell Mark what it is. Let's just <laughs> go there and do it." I hope it's not anything that I have to know a lot about and don't. If this is the Philadelphia Eagles versus like <laughs> the world, the world, like it was this year, but we won. Hal. Yes. Again, we were talking about this earlier. It's not that we don't like the players. It's that you don't like the idea of the players winning. 
It's more the reaction of the Philly fans. Look, if you don't like some guy in Zubaz whose belly is showing over his waistband and under his shirt tail at the same time. Ooh, that's I a don't feat. know what to tell you. Yeah, it is a feat. <laughs> Let, why don't we recognize these modern day heroes for, for what they are? Speaking of modern day heroes. Yeah. Hal Lublin is a modern day hero for coming up with a topic on his own. Well, thank you. All right. I, here's what I want to do. I want to, uh, I'm going to, that was, look by up. the way, the worst segue. I'm gonna, I could have possibly I want to get this name right of the person who suggested this because they sound like uh, a southern cartoon character, and I mean that as a compliment. Sure. Is there a Beauregard in the name? There isn't, but there is a Harland. Ooh. Right? You're already Like you're Harland already Sanders. Yes, exactly. Just like Colonel Harland Ooh, is this going to be best fried chicken? Are we going on a field trip? <laughs> I wish. Oh, now, I, now I immediately regret not picking that. All right. The topic is – you want me to tell you the top? Well, let me tell you the person first. Okay. Uh, you really were prepared for this. I'm very. Hal is just digging through his phone right now. I'm so glad I did this. It was E. Clayton Harland the second. Wow. Right. Not even Junior the second. That name is wearing a seersucker suit. <laughs> um, before w- w- before we get to the topic, um, my favorite name ever. Yeah. Uh, is the creator of an app. I don't, not to, you know, buzz market anyone or, right. uh, but I do want to give a shout out. It's a great app for actors called Rehearsal Pro and, uh, it's, it, it's to help you learn lines. But the guy who created this, I believe his name's David Lawrence. That's not the important part. The important part is at the end of his name, he has XVII, meaning he is the 17th person in that family with that name. Can you imagine the pressure? Yeah. To A, have a son, uh, and B, name him that. Like, you can't, you don't get to have any fun with the baby naming books. But at that point, aren't you passing the pressure on? Like, oh, now finally the weight is off my shoulders. Sure. This new, what is the guy's name? David Lawrence. David Lawrence. Mm-hmm. What if he only has daughters though? Does one of us like, sorry, you're my daughter. It's, you know, it's 2018. You can be a girl named David. What if David Lawrence is, identifies female? That's fair. Here's the thing. I want David Lawrence to have a hallway with pictures of all the other David Lawrence's <laughs> and it just looks like, like the, the Burger Meister Meister Burgers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, I, that's <laughs> when I meet somebody and I haven't met their family. It's what I imagine everybody in their family looks like is them in various disguises <laughs> in various old timey clothes getting older and older and older. And I know it's not true. But now, even as an adult, I still – that's like one of – like when I was a kid, I thought the world – the entire world was black and white until color television existed when I was like a little kid. Like (laughs) Yeah, because you looked at pictures and you were like, wow, man. When did they invent color? Like what a great concept. Exactly. But of all of those kid things, the one thing I've held on to is that one – a person looks – everybody in a person's family looks like them until I'm proved wrong. Do you uh do you have people in your family tree that you look identical to? My dad? You and your dad. I don't say identical. Really? You, you guys look similar. You got you can tell you're related. We look a lot alike. Uh when I was a kid, I looked a lot like my cousin Philip. Mm-hmm. Now we look a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um Is it because you grew a beard? It's because I grew a beard. Yeah. That's the main difference. Sure. It's like the kid from uh, The NeverEnding Story. Unrecognizable now because he has a beard. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You have no idea. That's and also dreadlocks down to his butt. If you haven't really? seen a picture of this guy. Oh, yeah. He's a groovy artist now. He just has these super long dreadlocks and a beard and does his thing. I'm more interested in what he looks like than I am in The NeverEnding Story. <laughs> the NeverEnding Story was a great movie. It's fine. I liked it okay as a kid. I was like, all right. I get it. I like Falcor. 
Oh, yeah. The Luck Dragon. Yeah. All right. What's the topic? The topic is, are you ready? Thank you to what E. Is, Clayton Harland II. E. Second. Clayton Harland II. The topic is. Do it in the voice that you do at the beginning of the episode. Okay. And then, Ken, you can use this in the opening of the episode, and then people will be like, oh, that's where it came from. Uh-huh. Bacon versus sausage versus country ham. That's the topic. I saw that on the list. Best breakfast meat. Yeah. Listen, but this is a specific triple threat between these three. All right. So there's no scrapple. Right. Oh, scrapple is Philadelphia garbage, but it, I agree. I actually do not like scrapple at I all. I actually don't mind scrapple, but there's, I have to eat it in a very specific way. For those who don't know, scrapple is when you take all of the uh, carcasses of all the animals. Mm hmm. And instead of putting them in a pot and making stock out of it, you just grind them up into their own sort of weird loaf. Like a gray-brown brick. Yeah. I ordered it for the first time in the within the last five years. Mm -hmm. Just like – I can't believe I grew up in Philadelphia. My parents weren't into Scrapple, so I never really had yeah, cause it. because it's terrible. And I got it. Well, I know Hodgman loves it. Uh-huh. And I think Paul uh, – Paul Tompkins might enjoy it as well. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. Paul, I, I trust those guys. Hodgman, I don't get it. He's not. He's a New Englander. He's not a. See, to me, Hodgman. Hodgman makes more sense to me that he would like something like that. I don't <laughs> sure. know why. Like, I just feel like, yeah, Hodgman's into that. Sure. And I tried it, and it it was like it had no flavor and too much flavor at the yeah. same time. For for me, I was like, this is not for me at all. And I try to be very cognizant of that. Of like, this is not objectively right. terrible. This is not for me. No, I at think all. it is objectively terrible. Okay, you you can say that. Um, but I will say, I there is one version of Scrapple that I enjoy. Okay, uh, and it's the way that my stepmother makes it. Uh, because they live down in Florida, and uh, and she's always loved Scrapple. Somehow, it made its way down to Florida, and it wasn't my dad's fault, uh, who is also from Philadelphia. Yes. Um, but she will cut it super super thin. Mm -hmm. And then fry it in a pan. Uh, and I think, I don't think it's the scrapple that I like. I think it's the crispy outside of it. So there's right. very little of that like gray scrapple mush in the middle. Right. It's just the crispy outside. And I think maybe that's what people like about it is, is if that's the correct way to do it, then there's something to it. And I will eat it always with ketchup. Okay. Cause yeah. It, but yeah. So it's a masking agent. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Which is why you don't put it on a good hot dog. Exactly. Or any hot dog. But eggs you can put it on. Yeah. It's great on eggs. Oh, man. Um, so speaking of eggs and breakfast, let's talk yeah. breakfast meat. Yeah. I'm getting better at the segues. That first one was terrible. No, you're doing great. I think it's fine. Um, all right. So country ham, specifically country ham. Yes. Okay. Are you familiar with country ham? Country ham is a thick slab of ham. Uh-huh. It's like almost a ham steak. Yeah. That you have. Uh, Very salty. Yeah. Like it's sometimes it's discs. It's a super southern thing, I feel like. Yes, it is. It is. Um, when we talk about bacon though, so we have that, but bacon's got different varieties. Sure. You want to, you want to jump right into bacon? Uh, well, I'm just thinking of that. And then sausage has different varieties too. Are we, yeah. Bacon versus sausage. Ver I guess do we, the question is, do we expand out and make it about in general bacon or are we talking specifically for breakfast? Now the question wasn't 
There, another person had written best breakfast meat. Right. But this is specifically country ham versus bacon versus sausage. Yeah, I think we're we're talking about breakfast here. I think we can okay. extrapolate out. All right, because safely. Honestly, I think that like in the history of the world, sausage has to win. Really? Because every culture has it. Outside of uh breakfast alone, sausage would have to win because it's so such a huge part of the history of the world and right. every cuisine has some version of it it seems. Um well, that's probably not true. Everybody's I'm, ground up some meat and put it in a skin sock? Yeah. I now, you know what? All right, a lot of cultures have it. Yeah. No, they. I mean, it is. Yeah. There's some version of it everywhere. Sure. Chorizo, sausage and peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the, just those two. So, those are the only two. The sausage, sausage McMuffin from sausage, Scotland. Sausage uh, du Auvergne, which I had uh, in Paris, France. What is that? On my one and only uh, first and so far only trip to Paris. Uh, it was a little restaurant called Polydor that I went because uh, I wanted to go to the places that Ernest Hemingway ate. Right. And uh, and I went to the two big places. They're like, Ernest Hemingway ate here. Ernest Hemingway ate here. And I got there and I was like, oh, Ernest Hemingway ate at these places once he was really rich. What are the places <laughs> that he ate at when he was broke? Yeah. So uh, that was this – found this old restaurant and uh, – you know, you just go in and you get the, the plat du jour and it was these fantastic sausages, probably the best I ever had. Um, so I think in general, an Italian sausage, of course, I love. Right. I think in general, uh, sausage would win, but let's talk specifically breakfast. Yes. Okay. Boy, it's hard to beat bacon. Well, it is hard to beat bacon. Here's the thing about bacon. Uh huh. I feel like it's overplayed. The internet. Yeah. The, the idea, the, like, I get the internet is great. It connects sure. all of us. It's created a, it's led to like globalism. Like we are a truly a global community where we're now the, the partitions that we had are, are now coming down due to the fact that we all have access to information and communication platforms. Mm-hmm. But part of that is like everybody like bacon. What if we put bacon on bacon and then wrapped it around bacon? And yeah. then, and then all of a sudden the Simpsons became like the mm, bacon and it like now I like bacon less and I like the Simpsons less. Wow. It's become just for it's a second. It's just overly – it's so overly saturated. Yeah. There is bacon – I know people who have uh wallets that look like they're made of bacon. Sure. And bacon uh wrapping paper yep. and bacon flavored soda, which – How's uh, that? It's terrible. We were backstage at Universal one day. Maybe I'll post this video. We all stood around and – um tried bacon flavored soda and videotaped it just so we would have everyone's reactions and everyone universally it's terrible it's soda that tastes like bacon because it has bacon fat in it i guess now it's just like essence i don't know how they get essential oils out of bacon um i have my little diffuser in here uh i don't think that you can get uh bacon bacon oil no, you just get the grease and throw it in there oh man i do have pan. a can of bacon grease under the sink sure you cook with it oh yeah yeah, but look, bacon is good. Do you ever feel like when when you have bacon that you're excited for it and then you eat it and it's not what – like there are things you, you're really excited for and then then they happen and you're like, oh, that, I built that up way too much in my head. It never It never meets your expectations. I feel like bacon is like that for me. Like I'm looking forward to it and then I have it and I'm like, yeah. 
it's, I could have not had it. I think that almost every time. Yeah, I think that's because it's so small. Right. You know what I mean? It's such a small amount of meat that you're having when you're having bacon. And do you like it crispy burnt? Not burnt. I like it – weirdly, I like it microwaved hmm. because it gets perfectly even all the way through. You can get it to just the right doneness. I like it totally cooked. I don't like seeing white spots on mm-hmm. it like where the fat hasn't uh, crisped up. Right. Um, you mentioned before, and I didn't mean to throw us off the topic. Uh, you mentioned the cut of bacon. Right. In the United States, I know we have listeners abroad as well. Uh, in the United States, our cut of bacon is pork belly. So it's just the long, mostly fat strips. Yeah. Yes. Um, in other countries, they, they use a, like a, a center cut bacon or like a, I don't know what they, I don't know what they're called, but like the, where it looks like a pinwheel. There's okay. that one. Uh, it looks like a pinwheel? Well, it's, it's like a rounder. Right. Like a, it's like cut. a bacon disc. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there's Canadian bacon too. Is Canadian bacon Canadian ham? Canadian bacon is ham. Okay. Right. I just wanted to make it's sure. Ham. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. It looks right. like ham. Sure tastes like ham. Yeah. And if it, it looks like ham and tastes like ham. No, Canadian bacon is, it's ham. I, isn't it? Uh, you, yeah, it is ham. Now you've gotten me all. It's called confused. back bacon. I assume it's from mm-hmm. the, it's because it's from the rear of the pig. Yeah. Is that safe? This is, sure. see, we're doing it without this is, research. This is the problem when we don't have now. Yeah. Guess what? For all time. You're eating, um, you're, hey, guess what? You're eating a, a pig's butt. Have uh-huh. fun. And then you get a hot dog and finish the job. Jeez. You can get the whole rear, the whole rear section. All right. Fine. Stop knocking hot dogs. Lips and lips. That's what's in those hot Oof. dogs. Jeez. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I think specifically we're talking about our American classic bacon. Yeah. I think we're, t- we're speaking generally about all these because it, because then is it like, well, we're talking about bacon. Does that mean turkey bacon? Does that right. mean faken? Ugh. I tried turkey bacon for a long time. Yeah. And every once in a while, we'll get it again. It tastes so little like bacon. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's a salty turkey. Yeah. It's just, it's just salty, slightly smoky turkey. Right. If I want slight, if I want smoky, salty turkey, I will go to, to gosh darn Disneyland. And I'll get a Ooh. giant smoked turkey leg. Oh, and the turkey eat it. leg. What's your go-to when you eat at Disneyland? Is it the turkey leg? That's what I really want. If it's uh-huh. breakfast, if it's breakfast time, I go to uh, what is it? Cafe de Zocalo. Oh yeah, Zocalo. Ran- Zocalo. Uh, Rancho Zocalo. I go to Rancho Zocalo in Frontierland, and I get eggs with uh, and biscuits and gravy. Ooh, which that, is sausage. That it's classic, sausage gravy. Uh, Classic Mexican dish, biscuits and gravy. I'm very – I like to be authentic and I'm a stickler <laughs> for it. I'm like, what would what would Zapata have eaten? And clearly it was biscuits and gravy. No, it's a great breakfast. And sausage gravy like you said. Yeah, that's, that's my go-to there for mm-hmm. – that's my go-to meal that I'll have there because I generally go like in the morning and then by noon I'm done. I've, I've hit every ride I wanted to and I go. That's But that's annual pass holders. You go and – you have I an go f- pass again? Uh-huh. I didn't know you re-upped. I knew you had third, one for a Third straight year. Wow. Yeah. All right. And I haven't been yet this year. I'm hoping Let's to go. go. All right. All right. Turn these mics off. All right. And we're back. Man, that was fun. So much. I ate three turkey legs. Oh, I had all that sausage gravy all over my turkey leg. <laughs> you just dipped it in? Yeah. It was weird that they didn't even try to stop you. No, it's all- – well, look, they, they're Disneyland, they assume. Um, so – 
So uh, while we're on the topic of bacon, yes, it has oversaturated the market. These are some cons of bacon. Sure. Is that we're, we're freaking tired of it. And turkey bacon's not fooling anybody. It even has that no. like ruffled edge. Yeah. Don't where it's pretend like, you're – It has these bumps like a picket fence almost. <laughs> or like a thought bubble. <laughs> thought <laughs> looks, bubble bacon. It looks like every time it's like you're eating a cartoon character's thoughts. <laughs> and they do that dumb thing where they – like, they try to fool you and they dye it. Yeah. So like, part of it is the lean part and part of it is the, is the fat part. I'm like, no, this, no, you don't, this is the dyed part and this is the dyed a different color part. Yeah. You're fooling nobody, turkey Ugh. bacon. That said, it's fine. I mean, yeah. it's, it's okay. It's it not bacon. It's not bacon at all. And it feels like in the late eighties, early nineties, it was like, if we replace it with turkey, it'll be healthier. Mm-hmm. Like that was really like when it, Sort of hit its stride and became uh, something that everybody bought or was trying. Like what, once Oscar Meyer is making it, then you know, like, all right, it's out there. Yeah. And we would get it. My mother got it because she didn't want. Uh, she was like, bacon was too unhealthy. This is going to be a healthier choice for everybody. Yeah. It didn't taste good. Both of our moms bought so hard into whatever was being sold as the healthy alternative when yeah. we were kids. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, we've talked about this before, those green box snack wells cookies. Uh huh. Cause my mom was like, well, these cookies are fat free. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but they have, uh, an entire bucket full of sugar in each one. It's like, well, fat free. Cause fat free was all the rage. Yeah. Then turkey bacon. It's like, well, you gotta get the turkey version of a thing. And then you put it in the pan and it goes from somehow it becomes wetter and limper. <laughs> When you heat it up, no matter how you – like if you can burn turkey bacon, I know it can be done, but it's hard. It is hard to do. And it, like congratulations. if it, Congratulations. That means like you have patience if you made that happen. It's uh, just like a fish, like a wet fish. A but it doesn't taste bacon. like a – are they going to start – that's going to be the next big thing is going to be fish bacon? I'll bet you somebody's made salmon. They're like salmon bacon. There mm-hmm. has to be. Well, there's salmon jerky. Yeah. Yeah. Same concept. Oof. I don't like, I, I don't like salmon. I don't like fishy fish. The it's fish oil fishy. bothers me. I, I do take fish oil every day. Do you ever bite into it? No. No. Do you know what, guess what form my, my fish oil is? Uh, gummies. Sure is. They look like, <laughs> they look like gumdrops. How do you get fish oil gummies? At Ralph's you get them. Ooh. And it's a giant jar and it was like two for one. So All I right. bought it and I have like three a day. With water. Sometimes that's my dessert. Hal. <laughs> yes. Did you just buy Swedish fish? Yeah. <laughs> um, now, so those are the cons of bacon. Right. The pros of bacon. It's fast. It is delicious. It's ubiquitousness is a, a bonus as well because okay. it, you can, you can get it in most places uh you can half the restaurants in town will add bacon to a thing uh and bacon does it's one of those flavor flavor bombs that a little bit of it can make a dish so much better just the excitement of that like i mean it makes it does like people joke it make bacon makes everything better but i it really does that like for some reason i don't know it just it sates that salty like Little crispy, smoky desire. Um, what? Crispy, smoky desire is a novel I'm writing. It's a Harlequin <laughs> romance book. Um, it's got a Fabio made out of ham on it. 
No, you – here's the other good thing about bacon is that it's – and I, this may be weird, but I kind of like that it's a finger food that's usually on a plate of other things that are not finger foods. Yeah. So it's the one that you like pick up and and eat with your hands. There's something enjoyable about that. Like you could do it with a sausage link, but it's kind of weird. You don't do it with that. Yeah. You don't take a ham. You don't pick up a country ham. And then roll it up <laughs> and eat it like a yeah. taquito. Well, I probably Ooh, would. Ooh, ham taquitos. Right? Yeah. And you fill it with more ham. Fill it with corned beef hash. How? Yes. We might have a problem. Yeah, that we're not eating it right now. I agree. <laughs> but so, I mean, bacon is king. Sure. Bacon is, you think of breakfast, you think of bacon and eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's the, it's the gold medal. Look, we, we don't need to tell people the, the glories of bacon. Everybody knows and loves what bacon is. It's yes. bacon. And it's, I know we're not talking about other meals so much. Uh, we're trying to keep it specific to breakfast, but bacon on a cheeseburger, bacon on a salad, bacon, on, like it's great. On a donut, bacon maple donut. Really? You never had that before? No. That's pretty good. Have I had that? I feel like I would remember if I had a donut with bacon on it. Yeah. It's fine. Bacon I've had like bacon and ice cream before. I have had bacon and ice cream. And it's okay. That kind of stuff it's is when much. it's getting outlandish. Yeah. Um not everything needs to have a smoky salty taste. Right. But that said, bacon is bacon's it's gonna tough it's gonna be tough to beat the the assumed Bacon at gold, sausage at silver, country ham at bronze. Right. We'll see if it happens. Sure. Um, you want to move on to sausage? Yeah. Let's talk sausage. Do you are like, you, are you a breakfast sausage guy? I do like breakfast sausage. Links or patties? Uh, for me, at breakfast time, patties. Really? I like links. Which is more like sausage. Like, yeah. I get, breakfast patties. Are they even sausage? Yeah. Yeah. So, sausage they're patty. A, they're not in a casing though. No, but is chorizo a sausage? It's not in a casing either. It's the crumble. It's the crumbled part of the sausage. Is the casing what makes it a sausage? Oh man, now you're blowing my mind. Is it? I feel like what makes a thing a sausage is it's ground meat stuffed into a casing, and I think it's generally like spiced ground pork. It's the presentation. Like this is a sausage patty because it's because it's held together in some way. Right. Maybe that's how they're getting away with it. It's not just like maybe it makes it's a sausage because of the log that it comes in, and a sausage patty is just a slice. Oh yeah, off maybe of that's it. Log. Okay, All there right. you go. We figured it out. Good. Thank goodness. Thank goodness, because yeah, otherwise the premise of this whole episode would have been shot. I don't think they're padding out sausage patties in a in a kitchen. Um. Yeah, I know, right? I think they build a log and then slice it up. Yeah. Uh, we had back in Tennessee, we had Wamplers and Jimmy Dean. Those were the big country pride. Sure. Jimmy Dean. I Jimmy know. Dean's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the other one that's real? The one that we've talked about before where they bring everything out on giant metal trays. What? And it's also a country store. Oh, the Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yes. Yeah. Crack. What do you mean giant metal trays? They bring their food out. They bring all your dishes out on giant metal trays. Like there's no, like normally it's like a round tray and they bring like, all right, let me bring, there are six people here eating. I can bring out three or four of the dishes right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, this one they bring out like a giant baking sheet with everything. Oh yeah, that like four tables have ordered, <laughs> and then they have to. I used to work in a restaurant. My first restaurant job, we had those kind of giant trays like that. Those things are a workout, man. Yeah, yeah. Those have to be really hard to to carry. Once you get your center of balance, yeah, it's really more about the 
placement on it. You okay. Got, it's, it's all in the prep. All right. You got to lay everything so that weight is evenly distributed. So do you start in the center and work your way out? Yeah. I always did. All right. You know. And you didn't drop trays? No, I never dropped a big tray, though I did once drop uh, an entire tray of uh, little juice glasses uh, right onto a dude's lap. What was the guy really mad? Uh, he was very kind of, I'm sure he was, but he was very kind about it. I'd only been waiting tables for like two months. Okay. That was brand new to it. Was he like, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry yeah, about it. Exactly. Well, like, like the pissed off, but also yeah. trying to be gracious. Yeah. Trying to be a nice grandpa. <laughs> um, but that was a, specifically that was a, a place known for its breakfast that I worked at. Okay. So we, I'd spent a lot of time with, uh, dealing with bacon and sausage and country ham. What was the most popular meat at that restaurant? By far bacon. By far bacon. Yeah. When, uh, what's the weirdest animal sausage you've ever had? <laughs> you have an answer, don't you? I do. I, you know what? This no research thing is fun. Please be bat. Oh, I hope you ate a bat. I never had bat. No, you know what I had? Okay. I had a sausage that was two animals. <laughs> Making and love and they just <laughs> fried it and brought it over to you. It was predator and prey. <laughs> I thought you were going to say predator and alien. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I did AVP sausage edition. <laughs> it was super acidic. Um, no, it was it was predator and prey in one sausage, and I felt like the king of the world because I was on the top of this food chain, my friend. <laughs> it was a uh, rattlesnake and rabbit. Ew! And oh, and jalapenos. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the rabbit ate the jalapenos. Yeah. Then the rattlesnake ate the rabbit. Do rattlesnakes eat rabbits? Apparently. I thought so. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if a rattle. I'm sure a rattlesnake yeah. will eat a rabbit. Yeah. It's furry though. They eat mice. Okay. Yeah. That's why I, I, I guess was, a pet snake eats mice. I guess I bet you if you put a, if you put a rabbit in with your pet snake, mm-hmm. you'd come back and see like a rabbit shaped lump in the sure. snake, like the hat from the Little Prince. Yeah, that's not a hat. It's an elephant that ate a. Uh, it's a, a <laughs> rattlesnake that ate an elephant, or a snake that ate an elephant. I always wanted to get that tattoo. You remember that picture from the book? Yes. Uh, and then I was like, oh man, this is gonna be the best tattoo. And then. Uh, I saw some comic do a bit about how cliche it was to get the, uh, like the most ridiculous hipster cliche would be to get the, that is not a hat picture from, uh, the little prince. I was like, wow, well, never mind. That is specifically aimed at me and a choice I <laughs> nearly made. <laughs> that is super specific. Yeah. Weird, right? That's super weird. Uh huh. So you ate a rattlesnake, rattlesnake and, rabbit. and rabbit. What was yours? Uh, ostrich. Oh, I love ostrich. It's gamey. It's, uh-huh. it's very salty. But also, I wonder, like, did they just, like, grab the stomach of this bird? Because there are, like, seeds and stuff in it. <laughs> and I was like, this is either intentional. Oh, yeah. And that's what they wanted to make. Yeah, predator and prey. Or they rubbed it on the bottom of a parrot's cage before they brought it out here for me to eat it. But either way, like, it's like that thing of when you have pickles mm-hmm. and you get like, uh, one of like the mustard seeds and you're like, I'm going to spit this one out onto the plate. Uh huh. And you don't want to like spit stuff out onto your plate in a restaurant. It sure. just feels uncouth. Why? Like, I don't want to do it ever. What restaurant is giving you, uh, pickles with the, 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 where you're still getting the mustard seeds? It just can happen. Like if you're at Cherry's you and it's one. in there, I think yeah. you're going to ask I'm where the like, ostrich. I'm thinking they just give was. you the whole jar of pickles and set it at the table, brine and all. You know who makes great pickles? 
Uh, Jerry's Famous Deli? No. Cantor's. Will Wheaton. Re- makes pickles? I went to his house a while back and he had made dill pickles and they were so good and I forgot. I don't, Will, you don't listen, but if you do, if you are listening to this, I need to get the recipe. I'll just write him and get the recipe, but they were so good that I was like, I've got to make pickles. I love pickles, but they didn't have that like manufactured dark green look. Mm-hmm. It looked like fre- it was fresh cucumbers Ooh, yeah. put in with, it was like vinegar, salt, dill, mustard, like every garlic, it just everything was perfect. It was, they were so good. They were all so right. good. Let's all pickles. go over to Will Wheaton's house and eat pickles. Will, we're coming over. Get the pickles ready. <laughs> that is the most terrifying sentence you can hear from a person. <laughs> we're coming over. Get the pickles ready. That's what my tattoo says that I got. <laughs> it's that phrase, but being eaten by a snake, so it looks like a hat. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, what's, I have a, here's a sausage dish I like a lot. Okay. There is a restaurant in West LA called Marion Rob's. Mm-hmm. It's been around since like 77. Mm-hmm. It's a really like great breakfast spot. And they have a scramble where it's scrambled eggs with sausage in it. And the sausage is like – it's like they took a, a small link and cut it into slices mm-hmm. and it's really good. So like little discs? Yeah, like little discs. Okay. I'm like, this is a great – Do they cut them in half for it. the kids? You're supposed to do that. If kids order uh, – because no, those things are also – Windpipe stopper. Yeah, they're a, ch- they're a choking hazard. Yeah. Listen, if your child orders those discs, that's a big lesson in cutting your food. Yeah. I guess you have to cut it yourself. You would cut the food for your child. Yeah, I guess most restaurants you don't say like, uh, this one's for my son. So can the spaghetti get come already chopped into little bite-sized pieces? And also, can you put a hamburger in it? Yeah. <laughs> and also, can there be no sauce, just noodles? <laughs> and also, can you go get some G.I. Joe's? Oh, my God. My kid's really into them right now. And also, will you raise my child through college age? Yeah. Um, I, he, he really, really wants to go to Yale. Can you tutor my child? Yeah. And I know, I know it's going to be expensive. Yeah. But, uh, you're working here. I'll tip you well. Um, hopefully that'll go some sort of the way to getting him into this school. Anyway, good luck. Here's the backpack with everything he owns in it. Yeah. I'll see you later. Bye. That child was 17 years old. <laughs> Uh, Man, if I went to a restaurant, I kind of want to do this now. Go into a restaurant and order spaghetti and be like, can you, um, cut it up for me? Just like into, cause I don't like, I don't like it when it gets messy on my chin. <laughs> I was at, I don't know if, did I ever tell, I don't know if I told this story on the show. Um, I was at a restaurant with my mom in New York and I, I was like, you know, excuse me, uh, like you say when you have to get up. Sure. And my mom said, do you have to go to the potty? <laughs> now I'm in my mid thirties <laughs> and my mom asks me if I have to go to the potty. We're sitting right by the bar. So of course I stood up. I said, yeah. And I turned to the bartender. Excuse me, sir. Where's your potty? <laughs> uh, he looked at me very strangely and then he cut up my spaghetti. <laughs> on that note, let's take a quick break to hear from some of the other shows on the maximum fun network. We'll be right back. And I'm Julia Prescott, and we're the host of Everything's Everything's Coming Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. We are a Simpsons podcast brand new to the Maximum Fun Network, and every episode we cover a different episode of The Simpsons um, that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright, all people that have worked on The Simpsons, and we've also had guests like Weird Al and people that are on the Max Fun Network already, and each week we will talk to a very cool guest about their favorite episode, and it is so much fun. So if you like The Simpsons, come listen to Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. 
lessons. All right. Smell you later. Hey, my name is Jonah Ray. You might have seen me on the latest season of Mystery Science Theater 3000 or heard me on the Nerdist podcast. Well, I got a new podcast that's about five years old, but we're moving it over to Max Fun, along with my friend Cash Hartzell. Hey, everybody. And my other friend, Neil. Hi. Nailed it! So, it's a music podcast where a lot of people just kind of hang out and talk about music, but so much more. We also take submissions, and so you can hear your band or our, our music... <laughs> Or, or both. Or, or both of it. You could do, you could listen to your band play your music. Yeah. Um, so tune in, why don't you? You could find out about some new bands and maybe just hear us embarrass ourselves as we drink too much. Not too much. Well, it's all perspective, isn't it? it sure is. Did you make a BM during the break? What's that? Is that when you go potty but sit? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, if you ever, do you remember, like, sometimes you'll go to a public restroom and a parent will be in a stall with their child. Oh, and like talking, like coaching, listening them to through, the training conversation, coaching them through a poop. Like hilarious. Like there's nothing, and I, like, you can't really be creeped out by it because. We've all been like, not only been coached through it, but been like, "Well, I'm I'm gonna take a dump. I better call mom over, yeah, because this is a team effort." Yeah. Soon and, as I'm done, look, I don't know how to do this yet. Grab that toilet paper, TCB. Yeah. Also, I'm at this point, I'm still 17. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same time you were at that bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to go potty. Potty. Uh, let's stop talking about the potty and get back to the breakfast. Okay. Is there anything more to say about – here's the one time – do you want sausage on your McMuffin? Here's here's the thing. I feel I love – I just love breakfast meat. Sure. I do. Like I, and I, I flip back and forth. I feel like sausage is uh, weirdly – neither of them is terribly healthy, but I feel like sausage is less healthy. It seems like it. It feels greasier. Yeah. A patty, like a sausage patty, a breakfast sausage patty. Yes. Um, which I prefer to links because I like – same way with that scrapple. I like the crispy part. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You um, can't really get super crisp. You can get – and you can get like a really gross wet – you can get like a floppy sock of sausage. Right. For sure. And uh, though I do like – a lot of restaurants do like the chicken sausage and those mm-hmm. are always links. Yes. Seems. Um but as far as uh as far as getting breakfast sausage, I always prefer the little disc patties. And it feels like a treat because bacon I have so often. I have it almost every morning. Um I had it this morning. There's actually uh the my leftover I had leftover bacon. How weird is that? Really? Yeah. Do you eat around the fat on the bacon? No, I eat the whole strip. But I yeah. cook it in the microwave to to where it gets the, the, it gets super crispy and even, so there's not any fatty parts. Do you have that dish rack thing that you put bacon in when it yeah. goes in? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course it's the best. Do. Sure. Yeah. Makes a difference, right? Cause Absolutely. it's not sitting one side is not sitting on a surface. It's all get your, it's How all you has the same exposure. Jeez. Bacon might win. I we keep getting back to bacon. I don't really cook bacon. If I yeah. were, if I were going to cook bacon now, I would do it in a pan. Yeah. I would want to do it in a pan. I, I like cooking. I like actually making it myself. There are some that, like if I'm making soup, mm-hmm. a can of soup, I don't put that in a pot. I put it in a bowl and then it goes in the in the microwave. Right. But for like a piece of meat, 
I want to cook it myself and like learn. That's how I learn to become a better cook. Right. I like that. Yeah. Um, well, don't make my mistake when cooking bacon in a, a frying pan, which is just turn the pan on to maximum hot, which I do <laughs> all the time. I, I, I've finally gotten away from just, Oh, Oh, I got to turn the stove on. Okay. 10. And I'm like, why is this burnt and raw? I don't know why. I don't, I, I'm surprised to hear that because I think of you as a good cook. Well, this was this, I thank you. Yeah. I, I love to cook. Um, but I, I frequently will find myself, I'm just, I'll be like, why is this so hot? And it's just in the last like year or two that I've been like, turn it down, dummy. <laughs> Have I told the story of Jennifer making cookies? No. I'm sorry, Jennifer. She doesn't listen. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting in the living room. You know, like our it, our apartment. You walk in, you're in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and then the living room is the other end of the room. Yeah, I'm sitting there watching TV. And Jennifer's decided she's going to make chocolate chip cookies. Amazing. And she, we have a hand mixer, a Sunbeam, like a hand mixer with the two mm-hmm. beaters on it. Great. It's great little appliance. And I hear her like struggling with it and getting very frustrated. And you're impossibly kind and sweet. Yes. And southern, uh, southern lady wife. Right. Getting mad at an electrical appliance. She's getting frustrated. She's like, such a funny image in my brain. Yeah. She's like, this, this beater is not working. We have to replace it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, let me take a look. I come over and, and, you know, there's an order to making a cookie. You mix the dry, you mix the wet, and then you put the, the dry into the wet slowly. And then you put the chips in. She had put everything into one bowl at once. Uh-huh. I was using a beater to mix it together. And it was, it was just flour going everywhere. And it was – well, it just wasn't – it gums up. There's a reason why you do it in a yeah. specific order. And she's not a bad cook at all. No, her lasagna is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But you don't have to use a so beater good. for that. No. But I, then I pointed out – I pointed out – we were both laughing about it. But it was just that idea of like this is a basic thing. Yeah. I gotta, gotta follow do this the instructions. Thing, so I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, how do you make cookies? You put all these ingredients together and put them in the oven. Yeah. All right. Crank that oven up to a million. <laughs> yeah. Tack the two of you together. <laughs> just create loves. The cookies, by the way, came out all right. They yeah. were okay. They were. <laughs> Except that big mouthful of flour you got at one point. Yeah. I, and I the... believe a whole egg yolk. Uh huh. <laughs> That's right. It, well, it was like I was having breakfast and dessert at once. Ooh. Speaking of breakfast. Yes. Let's talk about sausage a little more. Great. Um, Do sausage. Have to? <laughs> sausage feels like a treat uh-huh. to me. Uh, getting back to, uh. Oh, you think you have snossages? <laughs> what are snossages? They're uh, for dogs. Oh, yeah. And then remember the oh, commercial wait, was that's sausages. Right. And Begging the, strips. Yeah. That's what wins. Begging strips. Or pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> are there any other dumb dog? Begin strips, pepperoni. Oh, they all have sausages. Uh, I'm I'm trying to decide. I, I'm sorry for the long pause. No. I'm, I'm trying to decide in my brain whether Milk Bone is a dumb name for a dog treat. It's an odd name, yeah. but it also like obviously there's milk involved somewhere. I don't think so. Why is it called? Those milk things bone? are mostly just um, like. Dirt and tooth enamel enhancers, right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was made with tooth enamel. Might be. It could be. It's probably like horse teeth or something. Yeah. Really bad. Jeez. Hey, All I'm right. not advocating for it. Have you ever tried one? Uh, yes. I haven't. My mother did. Yeah. They're Weird. terrible. Why? Like, 
why you just try it out of curiosity. At a certain point, a the kid, curiosity yeah. is like, I wonder why the dog likes it. My and mother I didn't eat it. the whole thing. I just took, I nibbled a corner off of a. Uh, yeah, they taste. Oh, they're. My so mother bad. did it as an adult, as an adult woman with a with a teenage child. I was like, because your mom was an awesome lady who would do stuff like she that. She was an awesome lady. I don't know that that would be something that counts towards her awesomeness. Yeah, uh, that definitely puts it in the awesome column. Guys, my mom was so cool. She ate dog biscuits. Top she, that. No, she tried a dog biscuit. She ate, it doesn't matter. She it wasn't once. It oh had, wait, what? She wasn't eating them as snacks, <laughs> but she tried them more than once. That's not trying them. That's eating them. The first one is trying it. All right, my mom ate dog biscuits. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes she did. Oh my god! She just tried them. Things. She didn't eat a whole saying one. Saying terrible things about your late mother. She's rolling over in her grave. We of her- course, you're holding a dog yeah. biscuit over her head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, her headstone says she was a good girl. Oh my god. Um. Um. So, yes, bacon I have all the time. Sausage feels like a treat, but it feels worse for me, so I don't eat it as often. All right. But, boy, do I love it. I do, too. Let's talk about ham. Country ham is a weird, weird thing. Why? Um, Because it's not just a ham steak. Country – This it said country ham, right? Yes, country ham. Country ham is – Specifically, in, in my recollection of it growing up in the South, it made, he may just mean, uh, a ham steak, but he sounds like a Southerner based on that name. Oh, for sure he has a cane and at least three rings that he wears. Sure. Um, and, uh, country ham, it's insanely salty and it's just like a big slab, frequently with the hole or the ring or a little bit of the bone in the middle. So you see like where it was cut off of the ham. Uh, and then it is smothered in red eye gravy. And the reason they call it red eye gravy is because it has it comes from your two ingredients. Okay. Grease and coffee. I know. It blew my mind when I found out what red eye gravy was. Oh, and salt. It, the whole thing is just a giant salt bomb. I thought it was like a ham steak. Now, ham steaks, I think, are That's great. different. Country ham is a, is a, and maybe again, maybe we can talk about it just as like the ham steak. Do people get it without the gravy? Sometimes. This is all I remember. This I remember this specifically from working in this southern breakfast restaurant that country ham was like it is. It is a a feat to eat too. It would hang off the edge of the plate like you know how big a ham is. Yeah. Just imagine. To the point where you still see the little hole, like where the bone is. Yeah. That whole big slab of ham just lopped off and put on a plate and smothered in greasy coffee. <laughs> I like everything but the coffee part. Uh, did you, people get it, it without it, right? Good. You can get it without the gravy or yeah. is, that, is that like, why is that, why is that yokel no, getting it without right. the red gravy? No, you can of course get it without the gravy. Look, at, 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 here at this restaurant, Hal, you can have it however you like. Thank goodness. This, this restaurant is a Burger King. I was going to say. <laughs> can, they, can they cut it up for me with my spaghetti? <laughs> yes, they can. Do you have to go potty? Yeah, I'll be right back. It's a sit down. <laughs> um, but let's talk ham steaks. Okay. The benefits of the ham steak. It uh, feels oh, like. Helps a- your eyesight. <laughs> it's a great restorative for hair loss. I think you're just talking about the benefits of ham. 
I didn't know these were benefits of hemp, it, but now I do. It will pet sit for you if you're going out for like a long night, but not a weekend. Have the cleaners put some ham in your collar. Yeah. Ham uh, is willing to help you study for a test, but will not give you the answers. Oh, because it's more useful that way. Right. It wants you to earn it. Yeah. Yeah. If you have ham with you when you have your learner's permit, you get a discount on insurance. If it's in the car helping you learn how to drive. And if you get 10 punches in your ham, free ham next time. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's really beneficial of all of these. Ham is a really good alternative to an adjustable rate mortgage for a home. <laughs> ham will, will work with your finances and your available credit mm-hmm. to come up with something that's not going to drown you. Right. Which is really But good. also when you're buying a, a car mm-hmm. with ham, bad, bad credit, no problem. Yeah. No credit, no problem. Just have ham. That's true. Uh, ham co-signed my first lease when I moved out here as a guarantor, which is a big help for me. Yeah. Well, that's a nice thing to have, you know, because you hadn't built up your personal credit yet. Exactly. Yeah. But ham, you know, everyone trusts ham. Yes. The only problem is ham is terribly racist. <laughs> and you kind of like, do I look the other way? It's 2018. I should say something to ham. Yeah. Ham is not willing to listen. Yeah, but – Ham's like you still, I, I feel like you still you can, you can't let that slide. No, you can't. Not. I mean, you never should have. Right. But certainly not in this climate. No. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, climate or no. Oh, by the way, um, ham is great for combating climate change. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. If you slap a ham on a lake, it mm-hmm. will draw out all of the plastic. Yeah. I like ham with eggs. This is one of my fat meals. I would get like a whole ham steak. Uh-huh. And then I would start heating it up in the pan, uh-huh. and then I'd get tired of heating up in the pan, and just whatever temperature it was, I would eat it. So you had medium rare ham? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, well, it's already point, cooked. Yeah, it's, it's already big. cooked. A ham's already cooked. I would just eat it, and even the parts that were gristly, I'd eat those too. Like, I just didn't. I feel like ham, I ate a lot of ham at a time in my life where I didn't care. <laughs> uh, did you ever have green eggs and ham? No. We did that at school. Uh, and I loved it when I was a little kid. Yeah. Uh, we, we did like a cooking day. It was awesome. It had like, you know, little hot plates and skillets and. and you used green food dye. And we'd use green food coloring and yeah. we'd put it in the eggs and we made, uh, green eggs and ham and then we sat around and read the book. It was so much fun. That's great. Yeah. We had, we had some really cool kindergarten teachers. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk ham in general. Sure. Rather than just. The specific country ham, red eye gravy, salt bomb. So it has a shot in, in so it has double a hockey shot. sticks right. of winning. Yeah. Cause, cause country ham, I'm going to say no, absolutely right no, now. I would agree. Uh, it's just slathered in coffee butter. Uh, <laughs> but here's a benefit of ham that I really like, uh, is that it'll match your, uh, 401k. Will you? I just like that you're calling the benefits. Yeah. Um, the, the fact that it's so much leaner. Okay. Than bacon and, uh, bacon and sausage. Okay. Is you can get, I mean, it, there is a lot of fat in ham, but you can get around it. You know, you can work your way around and get just like the lean parts of the ham. If you tried to just eat the lean part of bacon, then you would have most of the bacon still on the plate. It would be like eating thin leather strips. Yeah. But uh, – and I, I just like the taste of ham. It feels like a big, hearty, concentrated version of the other two. Um, Yeah, it feels like you're having a – like a steak and eggs. Yeah, I you're agree You're having with that. a big – it's a substantial 
thing. Yes. I like that it's like a knife and fork right. food. But I also like it cubed and mixed in. It's like a good omelet mix in. Oh, yeah. So it's in that. And I know bacon can be crumbled and sausage too. Mm-hmm. But ham feels like the most versatile in terms of inc- how you can work it into right. other things. I will frequently here cook a whole ham. Um, and then not invite me over to eat it. <laughs> what the fudge, dude? <laughs> Um, yeah, you, look, it's always going to be in the fridge. I keep hearing about all these food parties. Like, oh, sometimes I'll just have a whole brisket. No, you know what I do is I'll make a whole giant thing and then cut it up and put it in the fridge. And then I have, you know, sure. My, yeah, it's, it's very old school and tribal, right? Yeah. You cook the whole animal and then just eat it forever. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, like those tribes that had those freezers. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. The Amana tribes. Yeah. I know them. Wow. You pulled that out fast. Well. I love food <laughs> and appliances. Um, but here's here's a thing about ham for me. Um, it's – as a cook, it's so much easier to work with, like just to have ham on hand uh, in the morning, like either cubed in an omelet or in a breakfast burrito or uh, just like a slice of it with breakfast. Yeah. It's a lot easier to deal with because I've already done all the prep work for it and, you know, cut it up. You can buy it already cut up if you want, if you don't want to deal with a whole ham. Yeah, it's a grab and go. Um, it, it makes, it's super convenient. I just don't think it tastes as good. You know what I mean? Like convenience factor, ham wins hands down. But for me, I'm just more partial. It is probably the most, um, I don't want to say uniform. That's not the word. Singular tasting. Unless you put a glaze on it. Mm-hmm. Let's say you don't glaze any of these things. I feel like ham. Oh, I just the- assumed we were glazing the whole plate <laughs> <laughs> with donut glaze. Yeah. When you put the donut glaze on, that everything, everything, donut glaze makes everything equal. Oh, man. But ham has the most singular taste what in do terms you mean? of its flavor profile. It just tastes like salt meat. Bacon has a li- bacon because the fat is separated and because mm. you get that in the bite that adds a little bit. There's more. nothing exciting about ham. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's kind of wall. It's kind of salty wallpaper. Yeah, salty wallpaper. That's going to be the title of my book. <laughs> um, it's just got pictures of pirates all over it. <laughs> Papering walls. Yeah, they're doing. It's a home design. Oh book man, for pirates. If you had wallpaper that was of pirates hanging up wallpaper. And all the pirates have tattoos of that. It's not a hat. <laughs> We're creating the ultimate hipster eating its own tail. <laughs> oh, hipsters have tails. <laughs> yeah, they do now. <laughs> but most people don't know about it yet. Once they know about it, then they'll stop having them. Yeah. Oh, man. I like tails back when they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> so ham is out. Um, Is it bacon? Can we just say it's bacon? I feel like it's – I'm so annoyed by all of the oversaturation of bacon that I don't want it to be bacon. But I feel like it can't not be bacon. Like we said about the Philadelphia earlier, mm-hmm. it's not the, the – Philadelphia? The Philadelphia. Oh, you're not like an Ohio State fan now, are you? <laughs> P-H-I-L-A-D-E-L-P-H-I-A. Um, um, I'm sorry. I didn't go to Ohio State. I went to the Ohio State University. Squeeps! Uh. The Ohio State University. That's not who went to Ohio State in that 
I can't remember. I can't remember which guy who went to Ohio State. It might have been Donkey Teeth. I can't remember which one. Which one of the East West Bowl oh, man. players? How went about to that? The Ohio State. How about Sequester Grundleplith, MD, <laughs> having an Oscar? That's right. Hell yeah, Jordan Peele, <laughs> the pride of Adam State. <laughs> uh, but like we were saying about the Eagles, it's uh-huh. not the Eagles that people dislike. It's right. It's the fans. It's the aura around it. The right. fans around it. That's the that's the thing with Bacon. I think we're in saying that Bacon is overdone. That's not Bacon's fault. Right. That's humanity. We did this when Charlton Heston rode up on the beach. Yeah. On his horse, and he and saw, saw that big Bacon yeah. sticking out of the sand. Yeah. Yeah. You killed it. Yeah. You killed it. Oh my God! They killed it. Uh, that's it. People of the world. It's Bacon. Surprise. This is an internet. Uh, this is an internet show. Oh, I'm so mad about podcast. this victory for Bacon. Yeah, but I love Bacon. Bacon's great. I just I didn't guys, mean to interrupt your monologue. No, it's fine. We're we're in this together. Just cool it on the bacon, everybody. Like it's it's, it's enough. We get it. You like it. It won. We like it too. It won. We all like bacon. It wins. Can let's just be cool about it. Don't go eat horse poop or jump off of an awning or flip over a Prius. Bacon won. It's enough. Asked and answered. That's you, it. You celebrate in odd ways. Is that a Philly thing? Eating horse poop? Uh, apparently it is. I'd never heard of anybody doing that. Wait, this, was this like something in the news? After, this? The, after the Super Bowl win, somebody ate horse poop. After the national, uh, after the NFC conference, uh, win, after the, cha- the conference championship, somebody punched a horse. I think it was the same guy who just hates horses. <laughs> I've stated that for the record. Uh, putting it here too. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets. Check out the maximum fund subreddit or you can email us. We got this podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group. Continue the conversation there. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. Thank you, as always, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thank you, of course, to you, our listeners. Uh, thanks for giving us the opportunity to do this show. You guys are amazing. You're wonderful. I want to eat bacon with all of you and sausage and ham. Sam, I am. Green eggs and bacon. That's what we got to change the book to now. I'm going off on a tangent. Thank you. We love you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.